0: and gentlemen welcome back to the various stages of growth podcast your one-stop shop for everything nerd related movies tvs toys comics gaming we're gonna talk about all of it as always i'm one of your hosts matt i'm joined by will will how you doing buddy
1: doing well man i'm doing well um excuse me um apologies before we start we had some uh technical difficulties uh last week Um, Which is why the episode was out a little bit later than we would have liked. Uh, We did try to do the video once again. We're um, still struggling with some of that. But we're hoping, fingers crossed, that the next episode will be our both slash uh, audio and video podcast. But uh, I'm doing well, man. Other than um, getting that episode out late, I'm doing pretty good
0: yeah like you said another another botched attempt on video um, because we still don't really know what we're doing about no
1: no clue um and that's i think that's the biggest thing we don't know what we're doing uh, which is kind of the point of the podcast but um when it comes to this we could have done a documentary on how not to start up a podcast with 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 the technology pieces um just trying to figure it out so we're we're trying to get to you get get out to you live um really hope that last week was going to be the week it wasn't this week we're we're, we're playing it smart and safe. We're just doing audio only, so this will post normally like it does on Monday. But um, we're hoping by next week we can start the video and as well as start dropping some of those bonus content, um, you know, and get that stuff out there as well.
0: Yeah. Like you said, good things coming soon. It just takes a little bit longer. Like you said, we can write a documentary on how starting a podcast actually goes, as opposed to all the videos you watch that just say, Hey, you plug in this and you're good to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is, man, they're majorly trolling you because they, every one of those, those darn videos start with, so it's really easy to start a podcast. So I, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's like anyone could do it. So I don't know if that's the sales pitch Um, to sell the software slash mic slash camera but we just can't figure it out so it's like it's not the content in fact the content suffers for two reasons for us if if anything if you're like oh that was kind of boring last week number one well i'll talk to myself i'm pretty lazy number two we can't figure out the technology we are so consumed during the week of getting this to work in the way we want it to that we you know that takes away from time for us to actually sit there and demo some stuff or work on some stuff. So, we are really trying to get it right. Um we've had a lot of failed attempts. I'm sure there'll be some lost episodes out there one day, but we are uh, we are close. We are closer than ever to getting that video and that YouTube channel up and uh, getting that out to you.
0: Yeah, and then you know, like you said, we don't we don't want to throw a mediocre product out there. We don't want to have, you know, Bad audio, things not syncing up, you know, poor video quality. We, we want it to be the best that we possibly can do, so that's why it's taking so many attempts.
1: Right. I mean, we already throw mediocre product out to you weekly on the audio podcast. <laughs> we want to wanna do something a little bit better when it comes to video, so I'm right there with you, man.
0: With that being said, if, if you have stayed for 19 episodes of us babbling on about all this stuff, thank you so, so much. We really appreciate it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we really still don't know what we're doing. And, and it's funny, we, we, we started doing the show – we have an idea of what we want it to be, but we also know we're not even close to being there yet. Um, one of the cool things I think about podcasts, though, is if you the podcast eventually, if they do find their footing, you go back and listen to some of the older stuff, and it's it's like a different show. And ultimately, you know, there's some things we're doing we really like. There's some content we really like we're doing, but we also know we need to kind of find some other things, and that's what we're working on, um, unfortunately be straight honest, I don't even feel like, and we've talked about this offline, ready to fully promote or put it out there until we get the video right, some of the other technical yeah. <laughs> things ironed out. So uh, yeah, it's a built-in excuse to be lazy. I'm not going to deny that, but uh, you know, plus the fact like it's easier doing the audio. I don't have to worry about, you know, cleaning up my, my messy desk or office, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming. It's just a matter of getting it to a point where you know, like when you're listening to our podcast here and you turn it off after like 30 seconds, we want you to at least watch the video for at least a good minute and 20 seconds. So that's our goal.
0: Yeah. And, and like you said, we we want to grow this, you know, this whole podcast and idea and community. And one of the things that's going to help us is if you, the listeners out there, follow us on Twitter at VSG podcast, reach out to us, talk to us. If yes. you don't have Twitter, you can always email us at VSGrowthPodcast at gmail.com let us know what you like, let us know what you don't like, let us know what you want to see, let us know what you want to talk about. If you have thoughts about something we talked about, uh, le- let's get involved, let's talk back and forth, let's get that 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 hopefully healthy criticism.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and the healthy criticism, um, and, and honestly, we're going to be honest with you, would we like free stuff sent our way? Absolutely. But are we are we going to ever consider ourselves influencers? No. In fact. I think absolutely we've talked. We, no, we want to be the anti-influencers. So, like, if we're promoting something, it's probably crap. Stay away. So that I mean, you can <laughs> listen to us or watch that and say, "Hey, these guys are pushing this. They got this. It's probably not something you want. You want to go near." So we, you know, I think we're going to have that effect. We'll be the anti-influencers of the community um, because there's so much out there. And and I echo what Matt said. We absolutely appreciate you listening. Um, there are so many things out there. Um, you know, and so many different platforms, so many ways to consume the different media. In fact, we're trying to get the podcast out some more channels. I'm going to work on that after this. But, uh, yeah, come consume the anti-influencers. It, you know, you want to go from them to see what's hot, what's cool. Come to us to see what we really dig into. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll be the anti-influencers. You can hear me whine about DC or, or the Hulk for three hours on end. This is your place to come.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's a good thing you bring up the Hulk because that's where we're gonna start on today's show. As always, we start in movies and TVs, movie and TV. And the biggest thing this week was the first episode of She Hulk. I'm just gonna be quiet, sit back, and let you go with this. You're the you're the Hulk guy. What do you think?
1: So it's weird. Um, I put a lot of thought about this, and he, here's some things. Here here are my initial takeaways. And I've only watched it once, so I probably need to watch it again. I actually enjoyed it, for what it was, but my question to you is: Am I allowed to enjoy this and yet still hate what they've done to the character of the Hulk? Yeah,
0: because I I think because I enjoyed of everything I, else I around liked...
1: it. Sorry, for me ahead. it's
0: like for me it's I, I I've always I've been on record I don't mind the Professor Hulk I've I've enjoyed what they've done with it, and to me I like the the banter back and forth between Hulk and She Hulk, I like the relationship they have I think all that stuff was great. But for me, it just seemed Hulk was underpowered in this episode, mm-hmm. especially when they're fighting and you know she runs him over with the car and he kind of just gets tossed aside. I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me.
1: <laughs> no, and you knew where it was gonna go, and and so the only saving grace you can go two ways on this, you know, where it's gonna go, you're gonna have. One side of the internet screaming that it's too woke and that's why it's happening. You're going to have the other side screaming, um, well, no, that's kind of how some stuff happens in the comments. I mean, look, Marvel can get away with it very simply by saying, no, you know, She-Hulk is more powerful than the Hulk because he's in this, you know, serene, calm state. But wait, wait until he gets into, you know, full rage mode and then he's, you know, more powerful than anyone. So when he's, he's completely, you know, destructive and stuff. I just have a problem there. There are so many times where it's, it didn't feel as much. Here's my problem with it. I'm like, you know what? Let me tell you my problem with it. My number one problem, not with the show. Let's start with the Hulk and then we'll get into the show. Cause I, I quite liked a lot about the show. My problem with the Hulk is it is no longer the Hulk to me. It is now Mark Ruffalo in green makeup. Just <laughs> hanging out talking. Do you know and so as Bruce Banner I'm good with it him just talking like that and being himself as the Hulk I'm not It just it's not it takes me out of the character um it's not because he's talking because I thought they did a great job in Ragnarok when he was you know stuck as the Hulk uh-huh. and him talking in that the way he talked and obviously he wasn't you know smart Hulk they're calling him smart Hulk not even Professor Hulk which I think they're trying to protect themselves from everyone like me there to scream that's not Professor Hulk um mm-hmm. But I just, to me, it's just, it's, it's Mark Ruffalo and makeup, just talking and hanging out and, you know, making snarky comments the whole time. And it's like, it doesn't feel like the Hulk to me. And I think that's what's driving me up the wall. Um, that even my impression from the comics of Professor Hulk was a different type of character. He was obviously intelligent and, and a combination of, of, of Banner and Hulk, but I just, I think it could be played a little bit differently. Um, so it's weird, man. I went away. I actually liked the episode. I enjoyed it. Um, and I I will say if it was any other character, I probably wouldn't have cared so much, but the fact that it is my favorite Marvel character, and this is kind of what it's become. It's really hard for me to be completely satisfied with what I'm watching.
0: Yeah, and you bring up kind of just it being Mark Ruffalo in in green makeup slash CGI, kind of just acting as a as the Hulk, right? Yeah. And even in the episode, you know, Banner says that when he's talking to She-Hulk, he goes, "Oh, you don't have the other the other personality in there trying to grip the wheel." For me, it's like it doesn't feel like there's you know the two personalities. There's no split. It's just Bruce Banner constantly.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. And I'm trying to stay away from spoilers as much as 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 possible. You know so quick little spoiler um you know it won't take away much your episode but they do do some expository in the beginning of the episode when uh jen walters is in the car with uh bruce banner as bruce banner and he's got this um this attachment on his arm that apparently is helping regulate you know the hulk so this is prior to him becoming smart hulk or what have you it's a flashback scene um but to me I'm with you, man. Like, if you if you look at the new Hulk series that that um, Donny Cates is writing, where it's it's a crazy type of idea in which Banner literally is like the the issue here, and he's literally he 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 drives Hulk around like it's a it's a like a starship, like he's piloting it. Like it's it, it goes so much into who's in control between Banner and the Rage Hulk and who makes the choices and. How do you fuel that, um, either keep it at bay or fuel the anger? And to me, that all gets lost when you've had him just completely because he can now meditate and, and exhibit mindfulness. He's now no longer the Hulk. And I don't know. I, I get for the purpose of the story why it's in there. I hope they don't, you know, I'm hoping he's maybe in another episode, maybe maybe not, but but they've got to do something by the end of the series to try to push him to back being the Hulk um th- that we know i don't even care if he becomes the the villain in the last episode if he's just out of control rage monster um and she's got about ba- I- i'm fine with that but i just i am not a fan of this I- i'm not a fan of the execution i'm not a fan of it having to be um now two different pieces of marvel uh, media in which we have to have this version of the hulk so you know, it's bothering me. Now, having said that, I enjoyed the episode. So it had to mean that they did other things right. Um, I, I think um, the, the actress is absolutely unbelievable. And if you've ever seen Orphan Black, you would have known that going in. Um, so she's very charming and, and works as the lead. Um, but it, it's just, I'm hoping we can just dive in more to her story you know, get a, get a Matt Murdock appearance, see some of her, you know, uh, villains, rogues gallery, what have you. But God, it was so hard biting my tongue watching those Hulk scenes (laughs) and just knowing I have to just sit and take it because this is where they go. And for a moment there, they trolled you and teased you because he actually showed a little bit of anger when his glasses broke. I thought he was going to rage out, Mm -hmm. lose control. And I was like, okay, here we go. Like, here's, we're going to leave it. Um, But no, you know, we're just, we're, we're right back. So I don't know man. I, I enjoyed it. I did so I and I like I said I don't want to do too many spoilers but we were coming from the angle last week about the take on the Hulk and uh, yeah kind of more of the same. Um, I thought a lot of the cool stuff without spoilers but some of the stuff of where they were staying and who was responsible for building it for them. I thought that was really cool um, dove a little bit into the relationship between two different Avengers and um but i still struggle with the characterization of what they've done with the hulk and you know it goes back from that article that russo said where they really struggled with it too um didn't really know what to do with them in um in infinity war and then end game and they kind of got stuck and i just feel like he's stuck in this mold uh until there's something serious that'll mix it up
0: yeah and i'm curious to see what that's gonna be right i'm curious to see how they're going to push the Hulk back to the rage monster. Because right now I don't really see anything in sight that's going to get him there.
1: No, because she, I mean, like I said, I want to keep light on spoilers, but she was handing it to him. You know, you had yeah. mentioned how <laughs> powered it up, you know, she seemed. In and that, in that scene, when they get into it, uh, that, that, that battle back and forth, she was handing it to him. So you think that would have been enough to trigger him just losing his temper, um, but it wasn't. So, yeah, I, I'm with you there
0: yeah and it's, it's interesting too because and you know this is a light spoiler i guess because the scene was in the trailer but you see them throwing the the rocks back and forth the boulder yeah and she out throws him and then you know spoiler like i said he launches a rock into space yeah so so the power the power is still there he he still has all the strength but it just seems like a he doesn't want to use it or i don't i don't really know where he's at
1: <laughs> right and it may be something as simple as he doesn't want to use it um because you know, he'll lose full control and when he loses it um, It'll become real powerful but it lose control It could be something that that the whole character sells reluctant because after the Thanos beating he could still be dealing with that You know the bottom line is I know he was served here as a mirror of kind of showing how how competent Jen is with her powers um, Just getting them and, and how she's able to navigate versus what he went through So I understand that is the point of his appearance in this show. I just think that um You know, I I get it, but as a Hulk fan, not a She-Hulk fan, which I like, I said I enjoyed the show. Um, It was entertaining, it was light, but as a as a Hulk fan, they they've got to figure something out to do. I hope he does not show up again if this is what we're going to get, unless it's some kind of lead into his transition back to the Rage Monster. And I'm like, I'm at the point now, man, where just just make him make him a villain if you have, like, you know, turn him to he's just out of control, turn him into that Savage Hulk. Like, I'm fine with it. I just need something more interesting than this boring, bland, you know, you know, smart Hulk with Mark Ruffalo and CGI green makeup and glasses. Like, I'm about done with it. Yeah. I don't it's know if you gonna, can tell, be... but I'm about done with it. <laughs> As <laughs> now, we learned this week, last week, you <laughs> know, Dude, I've been done with it for years. Let's be honest here. I've been done with it since... Listen, I've been done with it since they screwed around with Hulk and Infinity War and they couldn't let him Hulk out. Now I've been done with it. I sit through a whole movie at Endgame uh, of him as Smart Hulk. Um, The only positive thing is, you know, spoiler alert. I won't go into it, but his injuries from Endgame are addressed. Let's put it in that way. But I just you know fix the hulk i'm gonna start a, that might be my next podcast is just fix the hulk i'll make up mugs and t-shirts and start with you know save <laughs> hashtag the hulk fix the hulk yeah <laughs> hashtag fix the hulk hashtag save the hulk um but yeah so but honestly everything without spoilers overall i enjoyed the show as far as for what it is we'll see where next episode i'm gonna reserve judgment for my you know everything else but uh, i did i despite my issues with the characterization of the hulk i did like the other stuff i didn't know how you felt
0: Yeah, overall, I I enjoyed the episode. Even, you know, some of the comedy and stuff with with Hulk and She-Hulk made me laugh. But like you said, I wouldn't mind if Hulk kind of just maybe disappears for three episodes, you know, and you don't see him. Let her do her own thing. It also makes me a little nervous for the tone that Daredevil's going to have in this show. Because coming from Netflix, it's such a dark, gritty universe and tone that they had with that show that won't fit in in She-Hulk, so I'm curious to see kind of how they do that. And I know the director said it's going to be a lighter Daredevil than we're used to, so I'm curious to see how that plays out.
1: Yeah, and, and I understand. So, I mean, I could see a, a couple one-liners or a little smart responses because there were some of those moments in the Netflix show. I mean, there was a line even in Spider-Man, No Way Home, when he caught the ball and just, you know, I'm a really good lawyer. Like, there were little things. Yeah. I can live with that um but the character you know of Mac Murdoch and Daredevil overall the tone since Frank Miller took over the comics has always been pretty dark um you know uh so i hope they still stick to a darker more serious tone um obviously they're not going to stick to the same film the netflix show but um you know i hope they just don't dumb down the character uh you know or betray the character in a way that's different i mean i'm okay with giving a little personality um but yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm curious to see how they went in. I will say this. Um, <clears throat> it was a different type, a little bit different type characterization of Kingpin and Hawkeye. But I yeah. still felt like that was the same character that um, other than the Hawaiian shirt, which I know it's comic accurate, but it was just sort of, you yeah. know, you never, you never saw him in that in the uh, Netflix series. I felt like that was pretty much spot on. Uh, you know, a little toned down a little bit, not as intense and scary. But it was the Wilson Fisk, Fisk that we got in Daredevil. Um, so hopefully, like I said, you can do a little bit, little bit of liberties, but don't make it a complete departure.
0: Yeah, it, that's that's really all it is. It's like you said, just keep keep it true to the character. Throw in a couple quips if you want, but. I don't want to see him joking around in this show, and then when Daredevil Born Again pops up in two years, it's back to being dark and gritty, because it just wouldn't really make sense.
1: (laughs) Right, absolutely. I'm with you there.
0: Alright, so with She-Hulk out the way, we have one more movie story, and this goes back to... It's the story that never ends. It's the more Ezra Miller saga, and this time it's hopefully better news. Uh, Ezra Miller has issued an apology, says they're getting mental help for, you know, for mental diseases and issues that they were going through. This is definitely a step in the right direction, but at the same time, I don't know if this saves the Flash movie. Do you have any thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, and I'm wondering now, and I don't know, and, and you know, obviously um, we, we wish that, that that they get the help they need. So I will start with that. But having said that, um. I don't know. I, you know, it depends what type of treatment we're talking about. It depends on whether this is just the studio's last desperate attempt. Um, it depends if there was a clause in contract, you know, these are things we won't know. I just, things I'm thinking about. And then it depends too, it, it, if, if Ezra Miller is getting the treatment that they need, um, during the release of the film, is that the way they're going to get around? round, you know, them showing up for the, uh, the press you know as much as um they normally would be required um so i don't know i i, I don't know the release date on the flash are they going to do a whole tour afterwards with ezra miller um you know do the whole official apology tour sort of take a cue of what uh, will smith's doing right now um <laughs> and you know see what see where that goes but uh god it's just unfortunate man i was so looking forward to that movie um you know being a flash fan being a huge michael keaton batman fan being a huge flashpoint fan to be honest with you and to see the stuff that's happened it's just it's frustrating you know and like i said the scheme of things it's a, you know that's a that's a reflection from a selfish fanboy, but it's just you know this th- this could have been game changing and it just feels like it's once again gonna go below you know expectations you know i love the director um you know Uh, Andy Muschietti directed both It films, you know, and and a couple uh, kind of indie horror movies. So I just, I felt like this could have been a a big hit. And I just feel like there's just such a huge cloud over it, man. I don't know what's going to happen.
0: And and by all accounts, from people who have seen it and, you know, early test screenings, it's testing extremely well. People Mm -hmm. love the movie, say it's great. And it is going to be huge for Warner Brothers and DC. But like you said... To me, I don't know if you can do a press junket for this for this movie, because even if you don't bring Ezra Miller out, Michael Keaton's going to have to answer questions about Ezra Miller. And so is Andy Machete. He's going to have to answer questions about Ezra Miller. And it's just going to become uh, do you want to reopen those things, especially with Ezra Miller getting help and everything seeming to move in the right direction? I don't know if you want to promote your movie talking about all the issues that happened beforehand.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't know. This is uh, this is kind of unprecedented. Yeah. Um, because we talked about a couple podcasts back, and another time this has happened, um, when when people have faced, you know, extreme, you know, legal or um accusations or anything of that nature, they were not the main character. Heck, they weren't the main character playing multiple roles. You yeah. know, uh it's um uh, so it's no I don't know, man. I just it's frustrating uh, you know i keep using that word over and over again but as a dc fan and as a flash fan and as a michael keaton batman fan and supergirl fan and everything that was coming in this movie to just be kind of held hostage um due to the circumstances surrounding it so i I got nothing i'm i'm almost as tired as this topic as i am the henry cavill topic because it just (laughs) feels like feels like there's never going to be any resolution one way or the other it just seems so far off and i know there will be one way for both those situations but god this is the kind of stuff that dc gets mired in that that wears me out because i want it so badly to to be good and succeed um and i just feel like there's just that like i said that black cloud hanging over it
0: yeah because like you said you know as soon as as soon as they release the first official trailer for this movie, it's all going to come right back. And then as soon as, you know, we start getting posters and TV spots, it's all going to come right back. I'm very curious to see how they promote this. For me, honestly, the easiest thing for them to do is probably just dump it on HBO Max. But with from the rumored cost of this movie, I don't think they can do that. Yes. <laughs> I think they need the box office.
1: <laughs> yeah, and especially what they said... Um you know, the comments that we're not making, you know, these type of, you know, 90 to 100 to 150 million dollar movies just to go straight to HBO Max. Maybe they get around it and do one of those, you know, um, and I know there's been, and I don't know I know there's been some changes, but, um, about the ability to do open, uh, you know, in the theaters and streaming at the same time, like they did. I know there's been a lot of back and forth with the theaters and the, and the, um, and the film companies is about changing some of the restrictions and deadlines. So I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's unprecedented. Yeah, I, it's, I think, I really that, don't. I think it's that's really the only thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it's unprecedented that a movie, not necessarily that they're, you know, one of their main characters is in hot water. Because I know when all that stuff went down uh, with, um, uh, what's his name? I uh, forget about it. Uh, you know, I ain't going to go there because I don't open that box. That'll be a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the the uh, Army Hammer situation, but uh, you know, like oh they boy. just, re- yeah, no, yeah, we, don't, yeah, need, we yeah. don't need to talk about I, we, that anymore. We don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. But I remember, like, you know, there were some of his, you know, that Mosquito, a couple big parts of some movies, and they just kind of pushed it out on the quiet. I don't think you do that with Flash because of what it's representing. Um, so we shall see, man. I I, I hope they get this right. Um, but like I said, I think a lot of it's out of their hands, um, because of, of, of all the water under the bridge. And, and I put a lot back on them because it's been known for some time or reported for some time that Ezra Miller has had, um, some of these issues, um, cropping up, uh, even during, you know, the time of him filming the, the, um, fantastic beast movies and some of the yep. other things it's been out there. So I, I if, mean,
0: it's been almost two years.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And so if they've known about this and they, and they still kept casting, you know, uh, Ezra Miller in these projects, then, uh, you know, you keep, you're going to keep taking risks. You're going to get burned eventually. And like, you know, it's been out on us. So spoiler alerts, they wrote them out and they, you could tell, He was not a major part as he was in the other Fantastic Beasts. So the last one, they kind of wrote him out and wrote his character out. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't really write Flash out. I mean, you could afterwards. If this could have got released and everything broke, they'd be fine. You bring in Wally West, you recast the Flash, and you go from there. Um, But with this still lingering out there, and with all the problems uh, that have arisen, I don't know it's 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 fascinating but it also becomes tedious because it feels like every day there's another story and there's just never any step forward you know i hope for um for miller's sake he gets if he needs this help he gets what he needs he gets his life back that the victims of, of what he had to deal with that they get some sort of justice in this situation but it's just a bad situation
0: yeah you know and like you said we we really don't know anything and it's Kind of just a wait-and-see approach. I think Flash is May or June of next year, so realistically, not that far off. They'll They'll get lost a while for, you know, in Black Adam and Shazam 2 and Aquaman 2. After that, all the questions are going to arise on what you're doing with Flash.
1: Absolutely.
0: So like I said, movies and TV, pretty light this week. Let's jump into some toy news. First thing starting off, I don't know if you had a chance to see this, but... Uh, Hasbro cancelled a bunch of pre-orders for Star Wars Black Series figures Um, a bunch of like kind of re-release figures, there was the Captain Rex there was the Cad Bane there was the re-release of the Bad Batch and all these websites started just canceling them saying that they don't know if they're going to get the supply. We've talked about supply issues a lot in the past couple weeks you know with delays and things like that. Do we think that's just this or do we think this is Hasbro just cutting back?
1: Interesting, so I have a couple questions for you because I saw this, but I, you're, you're more of the black series collector than I am. So I have some questions. So number one, these are just, we're like a restock or a re-release of the initial figures. They weren't like one of the um, archives or anything like that. Right. So it was still in the standard box, standard figure, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, the, it's the captain Rex that released. It's the Ventress, the vintage collection. Ahsoka was part of it. The uh, record. Uh, I mean, the, the Hunter and the uh, uh, one other bad batch character, a uh, crosshair from bad batch, he was another one that got canceled so it's all just re-releases of those original
1: figures gotcha and so this is the re- all right I, you know so <clears throat> where i'm where i'm living I, it's tough to get a lot of this stuff um not that there, there aren't walmart's targets what have you around here but just the restocks are so haphazard so if you're a collector to try to time it is almost impossible um, yeah
0: it's impossible you can't do it <laughs> yeah
1: you can't where i'm at so um but I will say this. So I know... Right, I'll go from Target because Target usually does a better job restocking at Walmart. Um, the Wrecker figure was mm-hmm. a peg warmer around here for quite a while. It was not a... It was a really cool figure. So let's start that. I'm not knocking the figure. Yeah, it's a, it's a great figure. It's a great figure. But it was, you know, one of those that just you saw constantly. Um, I'm wondering now... Is this something, number one, that they just cut back production, like you're saying? Is it too, is the shipment just not going to be available anytime soon? And will they end up somewhere, you know, clearance at like an Ollie's or a Ross or something like that? You know what I'm saying? Or a big lot, you'll yeah. find them. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, <sighs> the other thing I will say is this, I'll throw this out there, and I really want to get your take on it. These characters, all right, take Rex and Ventress out of the mix. But when you talk about the Bad Batch, which I think is a fantastic show, I don't know who your collector for the Black Series is, and we've talked about this before. If you're talking your you know, older uh, Star Wars collector, I don't know how much appeal these new characters have to them. I, I just don't. And, and, I, and I'm not saying, that, I I'm not saying the, they don't. I think the only
0: way i think the only way an older collector is getting into things like the bad batch and stuff like that even some of the more deeper cut mandalorian figures is if you're a completionist right you're you're buying every single toy you want every single wave every single piece i I think that's where that falls
1: okay because like we said before like you put a boba fett figure out it it sells even they just did the re-release of the one and the helmet comes off and that goes I, i just don't know on some of these deep cuts the the uh, you know completionist yes hardcore collector yes but you know when when these characters and like I said the bad batch is fantastic I watched it with my son it's it's amazing But yeah, it's great. Our, and and the figure uh, at least I saw the uh, crosshairs and the record figure phenomenal Record figure is phenomenal but is there the uh, desire or or want for it from the, your majority of your Black Series collectors. I, I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I really don't. That's why I'm kind of throwing to you. You're more into that line than I am. So you would know kind of the, the figures that are going to go versus the ones that are just going to sit there and peg warm
0: well it's funny especially because you said you know Wrecker became a peg warmer by you I remember when Wrecker first came out it, it was almost impossible to find them
1: yeah absolutely
0: and you know the, the on eBay the toy was selling for 80 to a hundred dollars you know when it when it first came out so I wonder if it's Hasbro kind of just pulling back a little and trying to trying to you know combine the lines of we want people to have this figure and be happy but we also don't want it hitting clearance for five dollars you know
1: <laughs> yeah and, and they could get around it see like they were smart when they released the archive series they could keep their runs pretty limited and if a figure sells and it's astronomical on secondary markets those are the ones you put in the archive series do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and you'll get them in the hands yeah, of the absolutely. ones that just want that character versus and therefore the original one still has, holds value but your everyday fan can get it because um, they want to either complete their collection or they're a fan of that character or that toy. Um, so maybe they're going to look to do that more and expand that out. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm with you. That, that figure came out as impossible. And then all of a sudden there was like a second dump of that figure and it was everywhere. And, yeah. and I, you know, there was clearance on Amazon. There was a ridiculous clearance on Amazon on that figure. So usually that's a sign. Amazon's pretty good about knowing when to clearance stuff. And if they put something up for clearance, you know that there's inventory just sitting around.
0: Yeah, and, and you bring up like how popular these characters are. Look, people like you, people like me, people that listen to this podcast, we're in it. We're watching yeah. everything. We're watching Bad Batch. We're watching Clone Wars. There's casual fans who only know Star Wars as movies. They're right. not watching Bad Batch. They're not watching Clone Wars. They might not even be watching The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a movie event for them. So the casual fan who walks into a Target or a Walmart, that you know, they see Wrecker, they see Hunter, you know, they see uh, Captain Rex. They're like, who who are these people? Uh, I've yeah. never seen these people before.
1: So, <laughs> and and that's my thing. It's it's like you've got folks who who are just movies only. They're not going to be exposed to these characters. Not be exposed. And so, do they desire or want the figure? So, very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's like I said, it might just be Hasbro kind of pulling back a little bit and trying to cut costs and not have to clearance a $30 figure at five below.
1: <laughs> well, and I think too, the way to really, to read it too, is to keep an eye on what do they do with some of these Marvel legends that are on pre-order that are going to be a restock or these GI Joe classified, they're going to be a restock or, you know, if they start cutting back all their lines and cancellations start coming across the board, then I would be, I would be more apt to believe that they're just kind of cutting their stock or, or, you know, making some adjustments that way. Yeah. And look, we know the Black Star Wars Black Series line,
0: just coming off of Comic Con in the past few weeks, hasn't been the most popular. Mm-hmm. You know, with what they're doing and where they're taking the line, so that could also be a result of it.
1: I was gonna say something that was just so snarky, but I didn't. But I will now. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. It makes you wonder. This comes on the heels of the uh, the Revel lightsaber situation at Haslab. Yeah, I wonder you know, how much of not only, you know, the, the crowdfunding money that, that is not going into Harvest has Bros' pocket affects any part or else of their production. You know, we'll never know how all that works, but, you know, you've got to think that if these has labs, like we look at talking about the tank just blowing past every expectation. yeah. <laughs> and so to me, that just shows the health of the line, um, the health of what people want. You know, is that going to, down the line, is that going to affect future budgets, um for these characters in this product where when you have two Haslabs in a row that fail people are going to start asking questions and you're going to look at certain ways to either be more creative or maybe cut some corners or, or save something do these last two failed Haslabs have any effect on this now if nothing else gets canceled if some of these marvel legends that have been back on pre-order that are going to be re-released of, of lines that have already come out or or classified then i think it's a it's a company move if not and it's only the black series. And then you can read into what's happened. In these last two has labs is those failures for those crowdfunding projects affecting the company's bottom line, you know? So that,
0: that, that's such an interesting take of yeah. kind of like spending money before you have it, right? You know, where, uh-huh. it's,
1: <laughs> where yeah. it's
0: like, okay, you know, I am sh- I guarantee you they thought the Rancor was a shoe-in. That oh, yeah. was a hundred percent guaranteed, Yes, no problem. People are gonna love it. And then, you know, you kind of start planning the line, you know, we, we're gonna have this influx of cash and then that doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> well and, and that's, bl- a, that's
0: actually a really interesting
1: take yeah and what blows my mind man is you have um so like i'll, I'll give you an example i don't think look i know, know these things have to go production a year and a half prior before doing this we know all that okay but these half labs take about a year and a half before they come out you can't mm-hmm. tell me that when they start releasing tiers that if they would have dropped a tier and just given you some digital renders of the um the Rancor Master, which is the one that everyone wanted at the time. Remember that was the big yeah. uproar. They didn't they didn't include him. Um, that you could have done him as a high level too. I think that would have pushed him over the edge. And you could have done a render, and you're still a year and a half out. I'm pretty sure you could have figured that out. Um, so why they didn't do that? Like you know, GI Joe was funny when that his tank was blowing through the um, the uh, tiers, right? And they're going through it. There's no way, and they came out set as much. The last goal with the Cobra Commander special carded figure, the retro one Mm -hmm. from the cartoon that they're going to release. There's no way they thought they were going to hit that tier so quick. So what they had to do, they had to show, they didn't even have like a digital render ready. They had like the freaking drawn render. Yeah, yeah. It was like like a page drawing almost. Yes, (laughs) it was the sketch that they whipped up and put out there because they were zipping up on it. So to me, I'm not saying that wasn't in the works or planned. But what I'm telling you is you could have thrown something like that up for the Rancor Master as your last tier. Um, and you had a year and a half to put the figure together. I'm sure you could have parts formed with some things. You know, okay, you may have to come with a, a different head sculpt and torso. But you could have pulled arms from another figure and put it together. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think, the, the you know, the, and I'm getting a little off topic. But just thinking about that, I just feel like uh, that might be, if, if nothing else gets canceled, some blowback from the two failed Haslabs.
0: Yeah, it's, it's something definitely to keep an eye on. And like you said, does this leak over to different lines? And how, how does it affect Black Series going forward? Because we know there's pipeline reveals of, you know, the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi and all that stuff. So I'm curious to see if they cut figures back or just where the line goes in general.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, so so let's move on. Um, McFarland has been revealing their Arkham figures uh, from Arkham City. This week we got Raz al Ghul. Looks great. And then the Build-A-Figure is Solomon Grundy. Another great figure. I, this may be an entire line of McFarlane toys that I'm gonna buy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it looks great. Um, I haven't made my decision yet, but like I said, if you, the, the build of figures, like I said, that 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 um, the Blackest Night build a figure atrocity is fantastic. So I had to mm-hmm. go all in just because I needed that. You know, I wanted that figure. So this would be another one because that Grundy figure looks absolutely ridiculous. Um, they're they're really starting to figure things out over there there's very few of these figures I just saw right before we came on, there was a image of owl, man. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw that before. It looks like oh, I'm like, Oh, I may need that. Um, you know, and it's, uh, so when you start putting together like crime syndicate figures and things like that, they're really starting. Like I said, I don't know. They got to have the elves in the shop making these things because it's like every <laughs> two weeks, a new, a new waves, you know, revealed. And with it's in the stores within like three weeks. I think, it's going to alert that my, the Superman uh, world of war is going to start shipping. Um, so listen, I am, I, I cannot wait until they drop that Mongol mega fig. Like I'm waiting. I know mm-hmm. it's coming. I'm waiting for that. It,
0: absolutely. Oh,
1: and when you drop that and when I see that and then uh, rumored also a uh, Sinestro upcoming from uh, to add to the green lantern wave, I'm, they are really nailing it with their characters um so uh yeah these two were fantastic and uh, like i said if you go all in on this to get that grundy i wouldn't blame you because that looks fantastic
0: yeah it, it's like you said mcfarlane has really hit their stride with their the dc licensing and like you said they're pumping out figures at an incredible rate and it, yeah, just, it's insane. it doesn't show any sign of slowing down and Mm-mm. all the figures look amazing you kind of just have to pick and choose the one you want so you don't go broke
1: <laughs> yeah you really do because they're they're starting to too and and it's you know when they first came out there was all stuff about the eyes and they're looking in a direction and there was some kind of lazy head sculpts and stuff but they're just they, the last couple this blackest night's wave like it's ridiculous if you look at the detail um, the Superman and the Batman alone and the Firestorms a ridiculous figure that's like in its own right but uh, it's it's ridiculous the, the what's going into them and even some of the articulations getting better like you know they're not just coming out mm-hmm. and becoming just instant statues there are some options here which you didn't have with the first couple waves um but yeah they, these they they nailed the characters that penguin even looks uh, absolutely unbelievable it looks just ripped like right out of the game
0: yeah it, like i said it's an amazing line i'm not really collecting any dc McFarlane right now just because obviously like i said i don't want to go broke but this is a line i'm, I'm thinking about getting <laughs> yeah and like i
1: said i am not actively collecting it's just once in a while i'll see a character that blackest knight was the first time i've, I've bought a wave um just because that Atrocity's figure which is fantastic looks great um, and that Necron mega figure it's about to drop at the end of the month looks absolutely fantastic the detail on that so i mean they are just hitting their stride with some of these uh, releases
0: yeah high praise for mcfarland keep it up <laughs> um, yeah. yeah which i didn't think i'd
1: say 2 years ago because you know i was yeah. kind of disappointed in the first couple of releases so
0: let's let's jump back over to hasbro earlier this week they had a kind of like a live stream for transformers mm-hmm. i know you're a big transformers guy anything from this catch your eye
1: so it was it they look cool what they showed a lot of it was kind of leaked uh just some pictures at comic-con so you knew the characters were coming um, really just excited to complete um Minasaur, um which is their first new type of version they're doing of their um combiner bots um they showed the third figure there we're just waiting on wild rider now um they released they showed dead end they made a what I, I will say this overall, because I don't want to go too much down the Transformers rabbit hole. We'll be here another two hours. They are doing <laughs> such a good job, I, I feel, with Legacy in picking characters that I didn't know would ever get a toy. And they're, and they're grabbing from all different universes um, and all different realms. I think some of the execution on the figures are better than others. Um, for the most part, I've been very happy with the Legacy figures that they've shown so far. Um, I think they've done a great job and a lot are much better in hand once you get them than when you look at the pictures um, but yeah I'm excited I mean when you're making target master figures even though I'm not crazy about the robot mode because they definitely had a cup cor- corners on that waist he, he's kind of on a peg um, mm-hmm. but when you start bringing back like that target masters with the target master and stuff and you know that brings back the old-school nostalgia vibe so they're grabbing from all corners so they're, they're being smart because they are now catering to their generations of fans Uh, Based on whatever they they hopped on board of the transformer train So they're still dropping like your generation one figures, but like they're still they're still releasing beast war characters They're now dipping into the armada you know the unicron trilogy with the armada line They've introduced some some transformer prime characters to me This is how you do it is you dip into your your line And if you're not going to go thematically all we're going to do this one thing You just start picking and choosing some cool characters that you can do And putting them out there because you're hitting basically all your all your fans you're you're giving something in each wave for no matter what generation you jumped on board um you know there's a figure there for you that you could say yeah i don't don't need the whole wave but i definitely need that figure um so yeah it's just it's really good stuff right now they're putting out and some of the transformations on the legacy are fantastic are there some duds yes but it's it's few and far between and even some of the figures i'm not impressed with the first time around when they either retool them or give them a little repaint on them um absolutely gorgeous so uh yeah <clears throat> really good I'm, I'm waiting for i'm really excited for uh pulse um at the end of september because i think mm-hmm. we're going to see some even more cooler stuff of what's coming in early january and i'm excited to see because if some of the leaks and rumors are true they're really going to start dipping into the archives bringing some of these characters alive
0: that's <clears throat> that's that's awesome like yeah. you said it's a, it's a great way to keep like long-term interest in the lines when you put out something in a, one wave that's for everybody right yeah. like you said different generations like we said as opposed to what hasbro was doing with star wars where it's like hey here's an entire bad batch wave even though that's a niche show and maybe not everybody's gonna want these <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it's 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 something that I think is done real well. It's it's because there's different iterations. Like it's weird. Like Star Wars, you've got you're basically separated by your movies, your cartoons, you know, your your shows. So they're kind of they're, those are the lines. GI Joe, there, there's less of a lines. You know, you've got your comic books, you've got your original figures, and the you know um, at Marvel, you've got kind of the you know the comic world where you can pick from different things. So. You know there are certain defined lines and different properties in some of these ips and some of them are not so defined and they're a little blurred but i think just the idea of legacy just meaning that hey we're going to just bring characters out you know and i know they're not super accurate to some of the shows and that's upset some folks but the fact that some of these characters are getting released um you know that are either you know 30 years old to 10 years old to 8 years old in, in the in their media Having fans get a shot of t- of their character uh, getting again, I think is really cool.
0: Yeah, let's uh, let, let's keep it in house at Hasbro. A lot of Hasbro news this week. Um, two Marvel Legends uh, figures. First one being She Hulk from She Hulk, and then the Ghost Rider figure that seems to have people have been waiting for for a while now. Which one of these st- stood out to you?
1: Oh, Ghost Rider! Like I, I I'm 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 all in because that other Ghost Rider release. Uh, the two other ones, the one that came with the motorcycle that are, are just astronomical on the secondary market right now, and I missed out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big Ghost Rider fan. I hope for the anniversary. If we're getting a Johnny Blaze figure on this retro card, uh, which looks phenomenal, um, you know, you need to start. I want everyone. So you got to give me Danny Ketch next, and then you've got <clears> to. <throat> I'm wondering, we talked about this with the HasLab. Um, are you going to get, um oh, forgive me. It's the third Ghost Rider, Cosmic uh, Reyes. Robbie Reyes with the um, with his vehicle. I'm wondering if that's where they're going to go with it because they don't have a Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider yet, correct? I think the first, the one with the motorcycle yep. was Johnny Blaze, and then the first one I think was also. Let me check. But uh, yeah, I, this figure looks great. Um, I'll definitely have to get two because it's on the retro card. But yeah, the other one was definitely. I'm looking at it. It does. It looks like. You know, Robbie Reyes has such a de- definitive look and defined look that you it, it'll stand yeah. out from the jacket and the face. And I'm looking here. Let me just peek. I'm going to double check. Yeah, I um, I don't know. The one they released way back when, which is the Rhino Build-A-Figure, Um, I, I guess that was supposed to be Johnny Blaze. It's a little. Let's just say it's Robbie Reyes' face sculpt. You, you'll know it's Robbie Reyes when you see it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah I, so I know it's another Johnny blaze but to me if you're gonna be doing the anniversary um you're gonna get you're gonna get it um it would be now um, but yeah it's uh really cool it's definitely it looks like Johnny blaze um, as well the first two releases but yeah dude'm I'm, I'm excited man like they uh They nailed it with this one. I'm assuming it's a new mold. I don't know if it's a re-release of the uh, one that came with the motorcycle. I don't think it is looking at it, but uh, yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, this Ghost Rider figure looks incredible, and like you said, it seems to be something they're going to dig deep into, especially with this release. You have the HasLab coming up, whatever that's going to be, because I haven't even heard rumors of the HasLab. Yeah. I remember when the rank when the Rancor was coming out, like a month or two before that, you kind of heard some rumors of like it's going to be a Rancor, it's going to be a Preacher. With this one, I I have no idea what it's going to be. Like right. we said, Robbie Reyes with the car seems like a an kind of obvious choice, but uh, they might just pull something out of left field that we don't we're not even expecting yet.
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm only thinking that because they have the the Johnny Blaze on the cycle. Um, which is just sick aftermarket now it's up to $300 some places it's you know that was the one I want to skip that on they also released the Frank Castle Cosmic Ghost Rider on his like Cosmic Mm -hmm. Cycle so I'm thinking all right, if you're going to put out Robbie Reyes you got to give him his car so maybe that's what puts it over the edge because the other ones were just I think just um, they may have been some kind of fan channel releases or some exclusives but they were they were you know just came with the the bikes Um, so I'm thinking the only thing to take it to that next level unless they're doing some kind of you know freaking diorama of, of hell you know <laughs> to, yes. you know which which hey man I'd be I'd be all about that too, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Like you said, that that car could it could kind of push it into that two to two fifty range, depending on how how big it is and how much you know detail is in it and what it comes with. <clears throat> that I think this is gonna be a lower tier, lower price. Yeah. Uh has Logan. I don't think this is gonna be a five hundred dollar one.
1: <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so what I was saying is the uh, the fact that nothing is leaked is absolutely unbelievable. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, man.
0: Yeah, do we do we think PulseCon is where we hear a little bit more about that?
1: Um, I would think so because I, I think what Tuesday that Tuesday this is going to drop on on fan channels so your entertainment Earth, Big Bad Toy Store, places like that. I'm mm-hmm. assuming when they do the the drop. If they do any kind of Instagram or YouTube live stream, maybe they'll have um, a tease of what this is. But you got to you got to think they're saving it for PulseCon.
0: Yeah, I, I could see that being the the big ending to PulseCon. <clears> hey, <throat> it's our last our last HasLab for twenty twenty two. It's going to be the Ghost Rider, this, this, and this. And what's the uh, dates on that again?
1: Now. What are the dates on that again? On what HasCon? Yes,
0: I believe it's the end of September.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Yeah, that that's uh, that's that's the end of September, so a couple weeks away, not that far. Cool. <laughs> One last toy news I wanted to throw in there. Obviously, you know I love hot toys. Mm-hmm. So this week we got the reveal of the Grand Inquisitor from Obi-Wan. Cool figure. I'm going to pass on it mainly because it's, you know, it's a $325 toy that I just don't need to buy at this time. Also interesting was that they put a picture up and it looks like we will be getting a Reva hot toy as well so for people who want to buy the
1: obi-wan line
0: there there seems to be a lot of hot toys coming at you <laughs> yeah
1: wow that's gonna that's interesting i wonder if yep, the character is gonna show up again and like i said just based on um what we went through with the uh the has you know
0: yeah i mean look that hasbro did the HasLab. they put rev out in every single figure you had the the retro figure the vintage figure the black series figure now you got a hot toy coming. I guarantee you, she shows up in something. I just don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're, we're gonna have to find out. Um, maybe and or if they're gonna go three seasons, that that would be your chance.
0: Yeah. Um, anything else stand out for you, toy wise? Anything we missed? Anything you want to talk about?
1: No, nothing, nothing major, nothing this week. I got a couple things in, um, but nothing uh, stands out of something that like you know shook me this week. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh... It's that time of year. you know. still waiting for some big releases coming later in the next month or two. Yeah, well, like
0: like, like we said a little bit earlier, we have HasCon coming up. We have New York Comic Con coming up in October. So there's going to be reveals at all these conventions.
1: Testing, testing, testing. You're good. Testing, all right, good. testing. Yeah, I just pulled my <laughs> wire out again. So I fixed the mic thing, folks, and then I, I pulled the wire out. So I'll make sure you can hear me. Hold on one second. Get off. All right, you can hear me now, right? Yeah, you're good. Goodness gracious, that was awful. Sorry about that, Look, ladies and gentlemen. Live troubleshooting. Yeah, what, what no. Everybody it's, wants, what everybody it's, wants to listen to. My <laughs> thing shorted out, and I'm like, he's going all deep about uh, the uh, revs uh, showing up, and uh, my <laughs> things fading. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Nothing, nothing really uh, else hit it. Sorry about that. Goodness, can't get through one all show right, without so, this so- mic acting up.
0: So, so let's move over to comics and books. Uh, Star Wars actually announced, announced a new book this week. It's called Battle Scars and it's going to fill in the gap between Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, the two, the two video games. I think this is super exciting. I love the I love Fallen Order. I think it's a great video game. I'm excited for Jedi Survivor. So I think if you're into it, I think this is a must read.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I'm excited. It's been a while. So there's been a big gap, so that I think uh, ramps up the anticipation, kind of filling in the blanks. And, you know, there's not been a lot released about Jedi Survivor yet as far as story goes. I know there was that trailer, um, and but a lot of the characters from the first one didn't really appear in it. So will this fill in the blanks uh, of what happens to those characters? Will we see, um, you know, uh, does, does Jedi Survivor open up with those characters, you know, somewhere else? Um, so, yeah, I will definitely uh, be reading this one.
0: Yeah, because I, I think from the little press release we got about um, Jedi Survivor that this, this game takes place a couple years after the first one. So it seems like there's plenty of time to fill in and play with, and that's what this book is going to do. And I'm excited to see, like you said, where's the crew, you know, what's everybody up to, and how this is going to lead into that game.
1: Yeah, and they've done a good job, I think, with some of these tie-in novels. Um, there were a couple for Battlefront, which were really good, which really didn't mm-hmm. help with much of the game. Um, but, um, yeah... It, the fact that it'll be focused on Cal castus and the characters from the game, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I was excited when I saw this uh, this release out there.
0: Yeah, and I think it's slated for early 2023, so not okay. that
1: far away. Sounds um, good. A-
0: any, any comic books that you read this week? Anything you want to talk about there?
1: No. No, I'm still uh, – I got a whole I, – I might do a bonus episode on Dark Crisis. There's so much to dive into. It's, it's – uh, <laughs> We'll we'll get to it. I might wait till it finishes and just make my, uh, because I, there's so much going to change. I just I need to see what the status quo of the DC universe is after. You all right. Uh. Yep.
0: Yeah, something just fell off a shelf. Okay. It sounds how it starts, man. Now now it's transferring from you to me. So I'm saying <laughs> like, I'm pretty stable
1: here, but that's what it sounded like. When my my beast man came after me. Yeah. Um. We'll get into it. I gotta. I my head's swirling with what I want to say, but it's it's it, I'm gonna be. You know, I'm gonna be start labeled like a Marvel fanboy and uh, you know anti DC, which is not the truth. But I, I've got some things to say. But uh, we'll, yeah, hold so on. soon, Let me soon we'll
0: get the comments that, you know, will and matter on the, the payroll of Marvel and Disney and yeah. they get paid to shut down DC. We really don't ladies. and gentlemen.
1: No. And, <laughs> and I, and I, um, you know, like I said, I, I'm going to reserve the right, I was going to talk a little bit about two and three, but yeah, I'm kind of, I'm going to reserve, I'm going to read the whole thing and then I will reserve judgment and do some discussion on dark crisis and the aftermath of the death of the justice league and what everyone's up to and all the tie-ins. It's a little more, um cumbersome that i would have liked trying to read some of these tie-ins you know i just reading the looking at the john stewart one what he what's going on with him since after he quote unquote died so let's wait till it's finished and then we will uh we will chat but uh yeah
0: sounds good keep an eye out for that that deep dive into dark crisis (laughs) yeah it's probably a Um,
1: bonus episode because i I, they gotta they gotta listen we keep talking about the uh, dceu reset they gotta do a reset with these comics right now and get something on the continuity look that's the one thing can I say, and this is gonna come off Marvel fanboy-ish, but Marvel does a lot better job with their continuity and even their resets. I am I'm having a hard time figuring this out right now. I really am. <laughs> so, but we'll talk about it when we get get to the end. Let me get to the end because I I think I know where they're going. But if I'm totally off, I don't want to speculate and bash some things and then you know have to eat my words. So I'll wait till uh, the end before I have to embarrass myself and eat my words. <laughs> sounds good right. uh for game for gaming
0: not a lot i know you wanted to talk about this multiverses
1: yes yeah, so have, have you played it i have so i played a few times i'm a huge smash brothers guy so like i was excited it's very similar to that it's not as and it's still like technically in beta um so they're still adding stuff and test you know manipulating stuff the, the roster right now is pretty low-key unless you want to shell up some money and, and bring some folks in but they're starting to do like uh Timed releases on some of the some of the characters you can use. So like if you haven't had them unlocked, they do a timed unlock where you can like use them just to try them out. So. It's it's fun. Um, there's something about getting smacked in the face with a sandwich from Shaggy playing as Batman <laughs> that yeah uh, that I'm I struggled with. But um, yeah, it's it's fun. I think where I wanted to talk about it is just they they they're slowly starting to add some characters, but there's so many more they're going to be adding to it that I think at the end when all these characters are dumped in, it's going to be a pretty wild game. But um, right now the roster's kind of thin um but yeah it's it's interesting to have these you know free to play games it's free to download but then again you know it's it's just like you know fortnite or anything like that you're gonna have to pay to play or get some of these characters or upgrade and stuff i mean you can unlock stuff through battles but like i said you know the last one i was in i did win but there's only so many times i can get a you know a sandwich smacked in batman's face before i just want to take that batarine and just smack shaggy over the head of it and i'm a scooby-doo fan so if i'm threatening violence on shaggy you know i've hit my end game
0: <laughs> well look you're playing as batman who is supposed to be able to beat everybody right and you're losing to shaggy like, right. it's not it, it doesn't line up
1: right and it's it's uh yes i know it's a video game out there but there's just something about it that doesn't seem right
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I've watched some clips on, you know, on YouTube and Instagram, people posting it. The game looks fun. And like you said, it's free to play. I'm excited to see how long they continue to grow it and kind of, you know, give out more content. Like you said, I'm sure you're going to have to pay for some DLC, some different characters and things like that. But I'm curious to see how long this game actually lasts.
1: Well, and I think that's kind of what I wanted to touch upon. Like it's got potential or if they really want to throw um, some money and some effort behind it, it could be actually a lot of fun. Because they're pulling from like every universe, from live action, from animated comics. Um, so it could be really fun and really crazy roster when all said and done. They're just obviously in beta, kicking it off, and it's not there yet. They're just starting their season one, which I know there's a big Black Adam promo and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I have not played it too much. I've played it several times. But like I said, it uh, has the potential if they want to keep it going and, and put some support behind it to actually be really fun.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good way to tie in their upcoming movie releases to a video game, right? You know, like you said, Black Adam's coming out. Put Black Adam in the game. Shazam comes out. Put Shazam in the game. Even other properties that Warner Brothers own. You know, why not?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, check it out when you get a chance, and uh, I'd like to hear your take on it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out, and we'll get we'll talk about it again. Um, look, that's pretty much it, but we do have one more thing we wanted to talk about. It's going to get a little yeah, going to get a little interesting. <laughs> all right.
1: So that so t- folks, full disclosure, that's kind of like our regular show, but there was something this week and, and before we even get into it, we're not quite sure whether or not and Matt will talk a little bit about that, whether it's legit, not legit, whatever, but it stirred some things up and it kind of it it, it kind of talks about the state of collecting 2022 um, because there's some talk about some of the influencers, which, like I said, we're the anti-influencers. So don't, you know, but, um, and some of the toy lines. So Matt, take it away because we have some thoughts.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so look, there, there was a list that popped up earlier this week on, I believe it was Twitter and you know, it was all over YouTube and it made its rounds around the the toy community. And it's called the definitive ranking of best and worst toy companies. So basically different lines and this person, whoever it is, again, we don't know if this is meant to be a joke or if it's meant to be hundred percent serious. So they went through and ranked what they believed was the best and worst toy lines currently out. And man, did it stir up some controversy on the internet as everything does. <laughs> you
1: know? Yep. It always does, man. So look,
0: we have this list in front of us and it goes from best, a b c d and then a level that just says garbage <laughs> so this yeah. person really has some strong opinions about yeah. certain lines
1: <laughs> right um, um where do you where do you want to start with this well okay so let me pull it up because i i need to i need to figure, all right so mm, <laughs> i just uh, you know you know what, can, can, all right can
0: i can i start somewhere you start because i
1: yes please <laughs>
0: Because this is going to tie into what we talked about today. So, at the best category, they have Funko Pop, which is up there. Look, I'm a huge Funko guy. I think they do a pretty good job overall. That one I can't argue with. Another one they have up there, Super 7. We've talked about Super 7, Thundercats, G.I. Joe, an, an amazing company doing an amazing job. Okay, I could give you that. McFarlane Toys is also up there as best. We just waxed poetic about McFarlane Toys and how great they're doing with DC.
1: Okay.
0: There, there's a fourth one on the best list. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Star Wars Black Series. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've listened to any of our episodes in the past, I'd say, four or five weeks, maybe since Comic-Con, we've talked about the struggles of Star Wars Black Series. Mm-hmm. To me, there's no way you can put this as the best tier when they're canceling figures, Haslab, fi- Haslab projects aren't being made, uh, they're releasing Halloween-themed Wookies and... All this crazy stuff—it does not deserve to be up there. I'm sorry. I love the line. I have a ton of it. Get it off the best list.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, let me say a couple things. Number one, we—I uh, will preface this again. There's two lists we're looking at. The first one was posted on YouTube, and it was about the influencers. And then there was a res- apparently, allegedly, a response with the toys. It was all—it's very subjective. And it was all used doing that, that tier maker website. So that's what they use. But here's my thing. So I understand subjective. So to argue with anything that's subjective, kind of, you know, that's a, it's like an IQ test. You don't want to spend too much time on it. But here's the thing <laughs> that, that, that I want to say. Number one, there's no criteria released. I will preface that too. So we don't even know what they used. But I, I don't know. And this is what we were talking about offline. Because Once you start diving into the other brands, we'll get to that in a second. I don't know if this is just the person's personal preference. Um, if this is just uh, uh, was, was crowdsourced somewhere and they got feedback from people. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this was just a troll job because it, it seems like it can be all three mixed together. <laughs> yes, it really can. Because there are as many people have, as many, as much as I think people um, I will say this: as much as I think McFarland's hitting their stride. There are a lot of people that are are just not fans of the articulation of McFarlane toys, and I get that. As much as I think Super 7 puts out some great stuff, like I said, the Thundercats line I love, the Joes look good, the Turtles, they've done a great job. There are a lot of people that that claim it's overpriced and the quality control is suspect on things, especially with some of the shipping things. Even with Funko Pops, there are some people that are just diehard Funko Pop people, right? And there's other people that are like, I can't stand Funko Pop. So I don't know where they went to. But the fact that the Star Wars Black Series is up there as the best toy line—it's it, consider- egregious. <laughs> it is because even some of the face sculpts with their new scan technology don't look like the characters. No,
0: it, like you said, the the line isn't doing great. The, some of the sculpts look terrible. I'm pretty sure I have a cross-eyed Leia sitting on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I I just I'm with you, and it's so so that's where it went suspect because. You can take it either way, and now let's let's just I'm gonna read off just some of the names of these other companies they put on not in any particular order. I'm just gonna shout them out and we kind of walk through it, okay? So you got Diamond Selects on there, you got Mega Trusts, um, uh, Migos on there, Marvel Legends, NECA, and so let me preface this too. They are very specific in some things, like they'll say Star Wars Black Series, GI Joe Classified. Um, but then they'll just yeah, say with, like, but you're not McF-
0: encompassing the line as a whole, right? You're and not encompassing
1: all of Star Wars, <laughs> like, right? And the, but then they'll say like, McFarlane toys. Well, are we talking the, you know, McFarlane toys DC Spawn? Are we talking these new page punchers? So it's kind of wide open. Marvel Legends very specific. They just throw NECA on there. Just NECA. NECA's got so many different, you know, things. And there's so a billion
0: different lines. <laughs> right. And what
1: kills me is why I'm making a big deal about it is you jump to the bottom where it's Teenage Ninja Turtles. Are you talking Playmates? Are you talking NECA? Are you talking Super 7? Are you talking, um, uh, God, there's a new wave that just came out where, um, put out like $20. It's like the, uh, the world, Uh, goodness. And just This is what happens when I don't have my second cup of coffee. But the the, the, the loyal, loyal loyal subjects just put out a turtle yes. line. Sorry. The che- see, this is what happens. But anyways, he throw that out there. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Which freaking line? Are you talking the Mondo line? Are you talking the tweeter head statues? Are you talking to- – so there's stuff out there. Transformers just throws it out there. Transformers has so much product out there. From different vendors. So that's my thing. So my first issue with this, and like I said, it's subjective and it could just be a troll job, is you put stuff out there that just in general you're talking brands or IPs and then some you're talking about specific companies or specific lines for that matter. Um, So I do have a problem or issue with that. there especially are like
0: like like i'm i'm looking through now like mondo mondo yeah. as a whole company is on there uh-huh. they make posters they make vinyl correct I, I happen to think their figures are tremendous i know you think their figures are tremendous especially with that he-man I, 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 where what we talking
1: about with some of these these companies because they throw mondo on the third tier they throw mondo on the third tier um they got neca on the third tier now neca has another company that that you know got beat up when it first came out because if you pose the figure once, fantastic if you pose it a second time not so much but they've gotten better <laughs> with some of their stuff you still don't want to drop a neck of figure um but like i said master universe could be anything transformers could be anything my little pony is on here on the third tier could be anything <laughs> freaking mark mcfarland toys shows up three times on the list
0: yeah so again i wonder if there is like a like a deep dive into this and they're talking about specific lines where like maybe the the best list for mcfarlane maybe that's spawn but then maybe dc is the third tier and maybe I, i'm so confused
1: <laughs> yeah I, I don't know so I'm, I'm thinking it was just a troll job someone wants to get a reaction but it opened up the conversation when we're looking at the different influencers and we're looking at the different toy lines and trying to rank them it would be interesting to go to, do a deep dive in this state because we've talked about so much in the last couple podcasts on how How do you make choices? You make choices based on preference and quality of the toys and the product and and, and the ingenuity of what they're putting out. But when you see this list, I think it's a a good idea, and I understand it's subjective. But when you just start throwing crap against the wall to see what sticks, I don't know what they're trying to say here.
0: Yeah, and look, one that annoys me is... Hot toys literally listed in the garbage category.
1: Well, good. So my garbage aggravation is <laughs> Mythic Legions. So look, what are you doing? Are you are you? Serious? I mean, look. By all accounts, Mythic Legions is one of the most
0: popular lines by the fans because they listen to what the fans want, mm-hmm. and they're doing an amazing job. <laughs> look, I, I will
1: say this: out of all the lines on on this chart, okay, and I'm just talking. I'm not talking numbers here, okay, but I'm just talking passion. Hands down, the Mythic Legion's line and its and its legions of fans, no pun intended, are definitely the most passionate and most informed, I think, of any of these. And I will take that. 100%. I will absolutely take that. And I'm just saying overall specific. Now, I'm not talking overall companies and size and all stuff. But as far as Die Hard, if you are a Mythic Legion fan... Those fans, if you've ever interacted with them or their community or even the Four Horsemen themselves on their passion on their – that is hands down. To put that in the garbage category, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, uh, there's no company on this list that takes into account what their fans want and how supportive their fans actually are to the community than mythic legends they, they do an amazing job of it nobody else on this list is doing that
1: <laughs> i i I don't, I don't see it i don't and like and like that's what i'm saying like so there's no ranking we'll go over again is a quality of toys is it is it uh you know volume of toys is it in enjoy- i don't know because they got three zero like in the middle like on the c tier which is like the fourth tier three zero transformer figures are ridiculous they're yeah. ridiculous i mean uh, yes they're it seems like they took anything see i would say see, i don't even know because i was going to say they maybe they went with cost effectiveness and that's why hot toys is so low or three zero so low because they're a little pricey but they got mondo on the third tier
0: yeah and those are 250 in action figure yeah.
1: <laughs> and boss fight studios don't get me started like I-, I can't wait to get these popeye figures but it's been a year and a half what's going on so <laughs> no offense. Like i'm excited but
0: what are we doing to have GI Joe on the the D list oh. right the D level tier it, look at what they just did with that with the hiss tank yeah. they they set records for a HasLab, and the the line is doing fantastic right now <laughs>
1: yeah the, and the expansion of the lines are ridiculous like i'm and, and, dude i'm going to say something now and i don't mean this i, I don't even, but there's something on here because they start putting lines where are power rangers on here because that's like uh, it's apparently not, my, not
0: even good enough to make it no
1: and that's not my thing at all but you got fortnite up here and i know that some of the toys sells but most of the kids want the game they don't want the toys that's for a couple of the you know different collectors yeah and you can't tell me the fortnite toys are bigger than power rangers
0: no no chance i refuse to believe that
1: right so <laughs> I, i'm just looking at it so i don't know i think it would be cool if we actually took the brands. You know, if you t- just isolated a pop, super seven, McFarlane and stuff, to me, that would be a more interesting thing. And then if you whittle down some lines under the umbrella, that would be, that would be interesting, but to take lines and brands and throw it all together and then not have a rhyme or reason of your criteria and then have it be so hodgepodge all over the place on like how many you can put in a line. Like in that third tier, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different yeah. um, in there. Why can't you just, you know, slide up something else? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. it, it. It's just,
0: overall, it's an interesting list. Again, like we said, we don't know if this was made to be a joke. We don't know if this is serious. How we don't know the. We don't know the criteria. How you know, me. we don't know if this is just personal preference or what this person enjoys. But it, it, like we said, it got a lot of people talking because there is some very very controversial uh, opinions on this list <laughs> i'll
1: put it out there now whoever made this if you can back up the you're the one that posted it please come on the podcast because we need to have a conversation because i have so many oh, questions please and please. i'm not gonna i'd attack love you. to
0: go back and forth for hours
1: talking about this right list. i just want clarity on how this list even came up like i just i just want some clarity and if it's personal press preference subjective awesome to just put that out there but to me, it's it's uh, it's just it's hodgepodge, and and, and why is McFarland on there three times? So, I don't know. It we like we said, we don't know what's the troll job, legitimate for reals. So we don't know. But I felt it was interesting in this day and age to have that graphic in your face and just be like, well, what do I collect, and why do I continue to stay with the brand, and all that stuff. Uh, definitely would be something to maybe you know look at and. and maybe we could put something together like that going forward or what we think. I think that would be pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. I'd love to revisit this. You know, once we get the video going, you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, maybe we give out the, uh, the definitive various stages of growth toy list and then we can be the ones getting yelled at on the internet. Yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> like I'm fine,
1: but we'll tell you where we came up with it. You don't have to agree, but we'll tell you, you know, Yeah, we'll um,
0: explain, we'll explain every choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll absolutely get in there and do that. Um, Sorry, there was one quick story, and I, we'll let's dive into. We'll save it for next week because we're running late. But next week we got to talk about. Uh, did you see this? Uh, diamond is suing GameStop for about three million dollars. I did not see that. <laughs> okay, can we can we put that on the agenda? I'm sorry, I had it flagged and I had the article up, and I forgot to tell you. I did want to get into that, so let's get into that next week. If we could, there's a little tease for you. You read the article. and Let's talk about. it. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna have
0: to check that out, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That's your tease for next week. <laughs> yes, that's
1: a tease. I just, you know what? It, it goes on that what's going on with Diamond ever since COVID and distribution, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's gonna be. A, I think that might be a big topic next week. But check that article out. I want to dive into that with you because I know you're, uh, you know, uh, a gamer and you uh, collect uh, all these things and comics and stuff, and you know, probably been dealing with Diamond distribution forever. So I think it's gonna be a pretty interesting topic to talk about.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's, that sounds interesting. I want to check that out. Right, check that out. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you next week with what we think about this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, we got some thoughts.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for another week. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing left. I'm, I'm still pissed that McFarlane shows up there three times and I don't know why like you said
0: if you are the person who made this definitive list please reach out if you happen to be listening to us
1: just just we'll get you on the podcast we want to talk to you we just want to talk to you it'd be nice i mean uh, i'm as nice as i possibly can the fact that you said that mythic legions are garbage i may i may call you garbage but i'll apologize in (laughs) advance Jeez,
0: nothing like a little hostility on a podcast oh
1: (laughs) goodness all right man this is fun we should do this again next week
0: This was fun. I think we will do this again next week. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I'm Matt. And I am Will. Thanks for stopping by and listening. Come back next week for that tease.